Hello, and welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector, and <laughs> Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? I am well, thank you. <laughs> and with my countdown man being a side producer over here, Henry Abbott, how are you? We're such babies. Like, we're <laughs> the dumbest kind of humor. <laughs> Listen, anytime you get people behind microphones and cameras, people just start. It's a thing, though, right, Henry? I'm sure you read about this, right? Where, like, at least I know it's from a voice actor, right? And, like, you're trying to do different things. Your, your coaches will tell you, okay, I know the microphone's on, but I don't want you to be voice actor guy right now. I need you to be yourself, right? But you, we have this thing where it's like, oh, mic, camera, let me now become <clears throat> whatever I'm supposed to become. We're all wearing suits in the 1950s, <laughs> like on some soundstage, right? Musical <laughs> Vomar, whatever. Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it is. It's very strange. Anyway, uh, last night, game three of the NBA Finals, won by the Denver Nuggets, 109-94. They have regained home court advantage. They're up two games to one in these NBA finals, uh, looking much different than they did in game two at home. I thought it'd be great to just to start out with sort of each of us just giving quickly what our one top line takeaway was from that game. Well, let's start with you, Henry. What was the one thing for you that stood out uh, from last night's game? So I think we all, are, everyone who knows David has like some kind of deep-seated insecurity that we don't watch basketball as intelligently as we should, right? And so one of my little, I'm, I'm decades into having this. And so one of the ways I like to sort of burrow through is just watch one player. And for a lot of the series, I'm watching Bam. I just literally, I feel like you can see a lot of the series happen through watching Bam, which is, he's just, he's becoming like my favorite player in the NBA. He's so fun to watch. He does so much stuff. But he's much more fun to watch on defense when... He's guarding an athlete, right? He his his length, his hands, his ability to move laterally is kind of Al Horford stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. like he's just amazing at that. And he has a very high likelihood of success to my eye when he's switched on to someone smaller. But he's spending most of this series standing still with Nikola Jokic's like butt in his <laughs> chest, right? And I feel like he's to his credit, he's fantastic at right. that, doing but, as well as he can. Part of me is like, man, I would be interested to know what Eric Spolster's other options are, right? Like, so that you can put Bam out where he can use his ability to move a little more. Mm -hmm. We, we can discuss it, that. Uh, well, you, you knew that was coming, right? Um, I believe Jeff Van Gunning in the broadcast said, they talk about guys with offensive bags. Bam's got a defensive bag. And I was like, Jeff, you know, you often don't say, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Defensive bag. Very good. Often isn't the right word. Almost always don't say something you <laughs> value. Well, that I'll one. let you. I'll let you kill Jeff Van Gundy. Um, David, what stood out to you? Top thing: the Jokic Murray combination. I mean, there's. I read today, or maybe I heard today, that uh, there's been five 30, 20, 10 games in Finals history. Jokic has three of them. Mm -hmm. Not Finals history, playoff history. Mm -hmm. And the other ones were Kareem and Wilt. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good company. Yeah, but who are those guys? He he, <laughs> he did it in the finals, and Murray was. Tremendous in the first half, which Denver was not. Denver did a great start. New to Miami, but Denver definitely have a great start. And Murray got them rolling. He was their best player early on. Uh, and then Jokic defensively has been a problem. He he has been a thorn to Jimmy Butler this whole series, yeah. these three games. Jimmy's not comfortable scoring. He's even talked about it in the post game presser. Like he doesn't understand why people don't recognize what what Jokic can do. Meanwhile, the Lakers had no problem scoring inside a lot against him, uh, but Jimmy can't so what 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 world is there going to be when there are two 30 30 and 10 and 10 guys in one case Jokic had 20 rebounds because Murray did too Murray had 30 10 and 10 mm -hmm. 
And then Jimmy doesn't play great. It doesn't matter what Bam does. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the superstars are that good and the other sides are just fine, that's just not going to be a competitive game. And, and it wasn't a competitive game. This, was, this game was over mid-third quarter. Do you feel like David's one thing was seven things? <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the thing, Henry. Well, so I'm grouping the stars. I'm chunking. It's called chunking. <laughs> I'm chunking the stars you together. Chunked. You chunked. Their yeah. narrative was the stars. You, you, so David's, David's point was stars. Your point was bam. Who is a star? Um, but you're right, Henry. You started off by saying anybody who knows David, you have this deep seated insecurity about how you watch basketball, right? So sorry, but he's not really, he's not really sorry. Um, but the, the thing is, and I say this all the time when I watch now, David's on my shoulder telling me, nope, Gerard, that's not what you're supposed to be looking at. Look at this thing. And I'm like, fucking hey, David, but I can't look at everything at once. I'm trying to, and so. One of the things, that, and I always hear Davidisms in my head. One is the hardest thing to do in the NBA is score over length. And Nikola Jokic, while not a BAM level defender, he's fucking seven feet tall and a huge person. So even if he just stands there, well, it's really hard to score over somebody that big. So that's a problem, right? Gordon's 6'10. Right. Size matters, right? So that in a, with a game where the rim is 10 feet above the ground, yeah, you're seven foot tall, advantage you. So that's a huge point there, David, about Jokic's defensive abilities. For me, you know, we often talk about X's and O's and adjustments or whatever. Again, another Davidism in my ear. Sometimes you got to just play harder and better. Well, that was it for me. Rebounding. The Nuggets just played harder. They they were disciplined, disciplined, stuck to what the plan was, and they just played harder. And one of those things is it shows up in rebounds. They crushed them on the boards because they're also bigger. But Miami is a gritty physical team, right? That's their identity. And so when they get beat in that way, like they did, I was like, oh, I don't know. Are you guys starting to second guess? I don't think they are second guessing themselves, but it's like, shit, this is what we do. We beat your ass physically on the boards and do all that. And you're doing that to us? I don't know. So that's what stood out to me. Oh, I almost said that because I thought that was a big part of what Denver's story was is it wouldn't have mattered if the Stars don't play great. Um, if they didn't execute and play hard and all of that, they still might have won because their stars were just so superb. But the fact that they did both meant it was, you know, game over. It just wasn't a competitive game. Miami has had moments like this. We know this. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that their paint finishes were bad. Yeah. They, were, they, they were rushed. Struce had a, a baseline drive early on that was just blown uh, uh, because I think Denver just competed better and had that size at the inside. Now, there's some adjustments both teams can make. I actually like Denver's next adjustment, I think, better than what I think Miami can do. But um, they're the better team. We've said this We said this yeah. the other day. Jokic is a big difference maker. But Murray also, come on. He was bad at defense, but it didn't matter. His offense well, was so good. That, that's something that you said when we did our finals preview, Henry, um, last week. You know, we mentioned a couple of different things. And, uh, and David said to me, yeah, but ultimately, they got this one guy, and it may not matter, right? And... All coaches have said some version of this when they have the best player, right? Yeah. The one that sticks out to me famously is, I know he's not your favorite guy, David, but follow along. Gino Oriema, when he had Diana Taurasi, people yeah. were asking him, you know, how come he's like, look, we got Diana and they don't, right? And it's like, well, it's so, guys got- that says so much right there. <laughs> these guys got Jokic and the other guys don't. I don't, I, don't, I mean, it's, it sounds reductive and I know it's more complicated than that, but that dude is so fucking good. But they had him in game two. They did. And they still, as bad as they played, was a one possession game with 12 seconds left, right? Like, Could have tied I think the game, yeah. His 
abilities and they're amazing makes their margin for error greater than Miami's, who's just at this point, I think is razor thin. That's the advantage. Of the but is this, I mean, I guess like, are we saying these finals are easy to predict or hard to predict, right? Like, I feel like, have we learned that Denver's better or <laughs> have we, or did they just win game three, right? They, like, they, they just won game three, right? But we know. No, we, I, I, would, I would argue Denver's that. Better. I would argue Denver's better. Denver's better. Yeah. That doesn't mean they'll play better. Right. This is to me with a juxtaposition of games two and three is they're capable. I, I'm not saying the series is over. No. I think Denver's flat out the better team, but I know Denver too well. Like if you, if you, if now you think I can be convinced that Jamal Murray will be locked in the way he was this game, that as bad as MPJ was, he did get what seven rebounds mm-hmm. or ten rebounds, mm-hmm. maybe seven. Mm-hmm. He he played only twenty one some odd minutes, but they, I agree with you, they got more rebounds because Miami missed a million shots, but they absolutely were focused on that. There was no doubt of that, and they finished game. They finished game two starting to rebound better. Just everyone go to the glass. But they chased over the screens they were supposed to chase. They didn't make nearly as many mistakes and two guys going to the ball or no guys going to the ball. Uh, when when Miami went to blitz, basically they were kind of – I thought the, the, the announcers basically act like there's only two or three ways to defend a ball screen. That's not true. But one thing they didn't mention is hard hedging. But Miami did blitz. Mm-hmm. And – Jamal pulled it back, and then Miami started trying to take Jokic away as a pressure release guy. Denver kind of knew they had a couple turnovers, but they also got easy buckets from it. And they also attacked. Mm-hmm. They didn't shoot many threes. Denver nope. didn't. And, and that's where I think Miami can make an adjustment. And they didn't have to because they pulverized them in the paint. Sixty-four yeah. to like 20 or something like that was, was the score, uh, paint score. David, you mentioned uh, blitzing on the, on the screens. By the way, in this game... This was the most screens that uh, Jokic set for Murray uh, in a game all season long. Tied for the most. That was times. very clearly a game yes, plan. Obviously. They did it like 10 times in a row, I feel like, to start the game. Um, but Miami start, switched. Right? Like, okay, we, Murray's getting off. Let's, let's blitz him, right? When they do that, I assume his safety valve is Jokic, right? Because he's the one setting, setting the screen. But there's three other guys on the court, right? So what are the solves for when they blitz? How does... Denver balanced the court properly, so there's somebody else as a release valve to get the ball to. Well, it's when wh- whoever's man is leaving to take Jokic away in the short roll, which is what's happening, that person has to present himself as a, as a passing option. And that's what they did. That's, this, is, this is middle school level basketball. <laughs> I, mean, I mean this. I mean this. I'm not now good middle schools, I should say, not bad ones. But this is, these are NBA guys. They, they do read the game. And so that they always read the game. They often read the game. And so Denver was well prepared for that. Uh, and we also, this is something Henry will love. I know, I know my friend. He's me very happy that I mentioned Christian Brown. Mm, what, what, what a surprise. The youngest dude on the court who hasn't barely played <laughs> looks like he's on super speed, right? But fast forward, like jumping yeah. in passing lanes. We haven't seen that in this series yeah. all over the place, dunking on guys. He's fresh as hell. He's really not a very good player. He's not terrible. He is a rookie. But in a game, a bunch of exhausted 40-minute-a-game-night guys, athleticism matters, especially when Jokic can settle everything. So he's much better in those lineups where he can just be an athlete. Um, Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, Anthony Edwards. Those are all players that Christian Braun has spent some time guarding in these postseason. Now, you would often say, Christian Brown against those dudes? Lunch meat. Not really. Um, he has held his own on a number of possessions. And Henry, 
I hope you can tell this story. We were on the <laughs> phone yesterday and he told me, he's like, well, you know what's interesting about Christian Brown? So tell us the Christian Brown story. It's, it's a silly thing, but like, you know, <laughs> the last summer when I was at P- in the P3 gym pre-draft uh, working on a book, um, there are a bunch of uh, good NBA players, you know, Chet Holmgren, um, Jabari Walker. Jalen Williams. No, last summer. Yeah, Jalen Williams. Yeah, Jalen Williams. You're right. He was there. Um, so many Jalen's. Oh, my God. Uh, Jalen <laughs> Wilson is, is there right now. Um, yeah, from Kansas. But, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's brainwashed me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of good NBA players. And everyone's doing athletic stuff all the time, right? But it was a moment. Christian Brown's working out there. Now he wears tights on the court, but he doesn't wear tights in the summer. And you can see that he has the most ridiculous quads of any human ever. Right? It's just absurd. <laughs> it's a joke. And well, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you check out Elijah Martin's next year from FAU. Okay. Same idea. Well, I'm just I, telling I know, you this, I know where you're like, going here. I know where you're going. I I'm like just it. telling you, like they so they do you know routine assessments of these players to see how yeah. their how their workouts are affecting their bodies, right? And then there was the moment for Christian Brown to do his vertex test, right, where he's testing his vertical. Yeah. And uh, I'm just telling you, the whole gym oh, he's is full athlete. of loud music. And people working out and everybody stopped. Like everyone's supposed to be doing like you got 10 seconds of this thing and this, you know, rhythm nope. thing. Whatever. And the whole just like, everyone's just like, <laughs> keep an eye on. And he does the jump like, okay. And then everyone goes back to work. You know, <laughs> that like, dude is an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Um, He is a plus, plus athlete. And you can see it when, yeah. I, when I watch him. Strong very, too. Yes. Yeah. Thick, strong. Very strong. Very obvious when you watch him. And it's interesting because I put this in the doc, the myth of the white American basketball player. And I'm like, guys, there are super plus plus white athletes that play basketball. Like there are. Like I know that's not what we see often, but they're not just scrappy whatever dudes. Like this guy is an athlete. And you can see how he moves his feet, how he gets up and jumps. Get his dunk. I looked at a dunk on Bam. Bam, of all people. That wasn't even the most impressive attempt at dunk. He, he, He got fouled. In traffic and try to dunk, and yes. that like whoa, yes. <laughs> like, that dude, that dude knows he's an athlete. Yes, like he's yes. looking to make athletic plays. Yeah, and, for, and he thought, would love nothing more. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a superpower, David. I thought it was interesting because he's he's a rookie. Malone played him, which thank God because that bench is he had foul play. trouble. He had no choice really. Yeah, well, Reggie Jackson played one minute because he was called up. Reggie Jackson might have continued to play, but at the end, I think he played two minutes. But at the end of the quarter. Uh, Jokic was asking for the ball. When do you oh, ever see Jokic asking for the ball and you know, half, at half court? And Reggie took the, the, uh, the half court that's three. That's all for you, buddy. Yeah, oh, I, right away, I said, Reggie, go to the showers now, buddy. You're done. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Reggie? You're in the game. Give the ball to the world's best player, please, when he's asking for it. He might have thrown up Jokic. Who knows what he would have done? He might have thrown another pass. Like, you never know. Who knows? Reggie who took knows? a terrible shot. Like, of course he would. Yeah, it's just, come on, um, buddy. Bra- uh, so Christian Brown, Brown, God, God Brown, yeah. Jesus. Well, it's their he fault. Did- they spelled it that way. I know. Why did <laughs> you spell it like that? Christ. Right. If you're worried about pronunciation, don't spell it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, come on. Um, he did something interesting when Miami settled into the zone. Instead of just standing out behind the three-point line and just waiting, spotting up, which plays into the hands of the zone, it's like, well, if I just cut, and, I mean, first of all, if Nicole Jokic is on the floor, why you don't always cut and move is right. beyond me anyway. Well, that's not that's first, second, and third of all. Be a cutter. <laughs> right. Be a cutter against man or zone when Jokic has the ball. He's got, you know, at least eight eyes on him, if not ten eyes. Move. Yeah. Move. And he and, they, and again, he's looking to make athletic plays. Yes. So that's what he's doing. Yeah. And it was and, good and to he, see. 
he was able to definitely do work and, and attack the zone that way. Jokic is passing, of course. I also thought, David, you know, often so the, in the zone, there's soft spots, right? Um, people often say attack middle, right? But Miami's done things to take away the middle. Uh, did you see something in the short corner with the way that Miami, uh, excuse me, Denver attacked Miami's zone? I mean, I, my very first zone offense in 1988 was a short corner base attack against zone. My, I had a little, little guard. This is. He's got to be 50 something years old now. His name was Roderick Jackson. He was a boxer also. And five foot eight, he, honestly, he took like 120 free throws in the season. He was just master at getting fouled. And we had two, and he couldn't shoot outside three inches. And he was like <laughs> five eight, powerfully built dude. But we just owned the short corner. So it's a very customer, normal way to do it. And when Jokic is lifting the zone up, you know, normally it's Aaron Gordon there. But yeah, you, you can go high, low, or low, high. So you can go short corner and then have the big guy crash down to the rim. Uh, if the defense sucks in, you got three-point shooters out there as well. They, they were organized against uh, – they first of all, up 17 in the fourth, which is when they've been bad before, gave them some breathing room. Mm-hmm. So much, um, there was really no stress. The, the, and Mike Breen panicked and Mike Malone panicked when they cut it to 10. <laughs> and I was I – was, I sent you guys a text. I called Mike Malone a pill. The reason why I, said, I wrote that is because <laughs> – Miami concedes. They sent in the other guys, right? Yoke, you know, Murray, uh, Malone keeps his guys in. What a surprise that they weren't locked in anymore. The game's over, buddy. And and you were mad, and he and he's like, "This is unbelievable." The camera was yeah, on. When, when he called, he called the timeout. Yeah. When they cut, when they cut it to ten with a minute to play, <laughs> game's over. Nine to nine point nine eight percent chance you're going to win the game. But it's not unbelievable. You, they the other team conceded. You just chose to leave your guys in. They weren't locked in anymore. That's not unbelievable. That's just kind of human nature. Not to say you should have taken Jokic out. He kind of tiptoes around anyway. The other four guys could have been out. You'd have been just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that everything but, was, I mean, like the, everyone's having anxiety, right? Like, yeah. Like both well, coaches can, can we, are leaving starters in super late. And then JVG's melting down about like, oh my God. Like, right. Just settle down, everybody. To, well, to, to be fair, we can understand the anxiety reasons for it, right? It's the fucking finals. I may oh, never be oh, here again. I, I got to win. Un- I understand. It's not a reason to be stupid. I, right, I, I it is important. That's why you need this guy to fucking rest and not get hurt. I understand. Right, the hurt thing is my thing. I understand uh, you, you don't want to take any chance of losing, but it's not taking a chance by subbing some guys out. Yes. Right. These, the other guys know how to play. We just Chris, talked about Christian Brown being good exactly because he say. hasn't been playing. He, and, like, and he didn't play in game four against the Lakers. Mm-hmm, and now, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, it's not like these guys don't know how to play. Reggie Jackson came in the game. He did just fine. Right. Omar, I mean, your seven used to start, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's like, a good player. Yeah. There's a bunch of players. Like All these yeah. guys are good. We've and, talked and, about Thomas Bryant, Cody Zeller, right. Kevin Love. Like, yeah. Let's let's just take one second. I'm not someone that normally likes to beat up the media, but <laughs> we can't not say this. <laughs> oh, here we go. The, it's the like game, a natural law that we the, must now beat up the media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Well, because it, it's not just on any one person. I blame the producer as much as anything. The game's, the game's starting with the pregame, which I normally time it up or I'm putting it on. The volume with the jump you ball. You failed this time, David. Well, it's because I got out of my comfort zone. I'm at, I'm I'm been in my house watching these games for a while now. My wife's been out of the country. She's back. She had a little sister's happy hour on her her call uh, once a week. They do with her sisters who live different places. And I'm in my office. Whatever. I put the game on. It's eight thirty. The tip's gonna come, and I have to watch Jeff and Gundy replay what we wrote about yesterday or Tuesday. Um, with the back-to-back curl plays with Vincent mm-hmm. getting a three and then Duncan the getting pins. a layup mm-hmm. on the wide pins, but he transposed them. And I was texting with our, our dear friend, Luisa Thomas, 
And she, she had missed it because she's smarter than me. And she, she uh, asked, uh, was it just talking about it? I said, no, they actually had production, like graphics and everything. But he got their order wrong. <laughs> it was the Vincent 3 and then it was the layout. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Guys, you had three days. The game was uh- Sunday. Happens all the time, right, Henry? I mean, it's it's. I, I don't I don't know that happens all the time because I don't normally watch the pregame. But can we at least get the order of the plays right? I panicked and thought, "Oh my god, I got it wrong." And then I thought, "Well, whatever. It's just true hoop. It's not ABC Finals primetime. Like, I'll who who's going to really remember that I got it wrong except for me? And then I'll have to tell you guys, and you call me numb nuts. So that's because <laughs> we're I always felt, doing that. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt about when I was watching ABC, fucking numb nuts. Can we get the play order right, for crying out loud? Oh it's God. literally listed next to the box score. I love it. I love there's, it. Yeah. There's like, uh, yeah. No, I, there, there's a, there's a, a key producer who, um, oh my, I don't even know if I can kind of tell the story without like getting in big trouble. But, um, <laughs> but basically, like, David, you and I knew a lot of like hands on stuff about what was happening in, a huddle and a locker room and a team in the playoffs yeah. when we were all ESPN. And it was like cold. We knew the information cold. Like, you know, a bunch of people. And then meanwhile, like as that team was on TV, uh, the kind of villain of that story was working for ESPN and just told the producer that everything he did was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then that producer guy comes to me was just like, Oh, I checked on it. Like it's everything. Everything he did was perfect. And I'm like, so that's the end? Like, that's the end of the story? Is like a, a multimillionaire who did a stupid thing just tells you that they didn't do a stupid thing. And so we as ESPN it. are just like, thumbs up, buddy. Like, pretty much. And it ended up kind of vilifying a good young player. And I was like, this is all just, it's so stupid. Like, it's yeah. just so stupid. I feel like, yeah. It, bo- it bothered me that we couldn't even get that right. Nevertheless, uh, Denver deserves a lot of credit for how they responded. Yeah. No, no surprise, by the way. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You, you actually predicted it, David. You said they, they, two, two, again, after Phoenix, they came home in game five and they yeah. did. We, they've done this before. That will they continue it? Let's see. Uh, Miami's got some adjustments to make, uh, but Denver does too, more so than before. Jimmy Butler just, I'd make him try to score 40. Stop helping. Yeah. I mean, well, you yeah. can fake help all you want, but, but, he Jokic is the key guy. He's struggling to finish against that size. I think he's hurt. I think Jimmy Butler is close to 100. Henry, June let, let's go to that because you put some great stuff on the doc about Jimmy being a super yeah. monster, but he hasn't been a monster in quite some time now. Yeah, yeah we do this. We do this. Is that there's this thing that we do, which is cheating, which is like if Jimmy Butler has a big game, we say that's fucking Jimmy fucking Butler, right? <laughs> but it also last night was also Jimmy Butler, and like. And in fact, I you know, we so could serious. go through the lineup, but like he hasn't had a killer game since May 21st. It's June 8th today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and his shooting 39% from the floor over the last six games. Like it's not he's, he's not, not healthy. Great. It's not been he's great. Not, he's not yeah. healthy or scared of Jokic or a combination. Or tired or, or, or for tired. sure. <laughs> yeah, all of it. All of it. And so yet I still see Denver racing to to bring uh, people into the paint when he's driving. He's a very good playmaker. He reads the game beautifully. I wouldn't do that so much. I would, I mean, I'd mix it up, but I, I don't know that he can finish the way he, they need him to finish. And if they can stay home on people, Miami's offense, which already was bad in the half court this last game, bad. Like 85 points for 100 possessions, bad, I think. Bad. B-A-D, bad capital. Uh, <laughs> do you think he was good, Gerard? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So actually both teams 
we might see a situation where um, Denver is allowing um, Butler to attack. The, the flip will be the way Miami needs to now try to guard Jokic and, and just stay home, stay home, make someone else score. Do the they, whole can't, play, yeah. they were honoring these other shooters, and Jokic had space. That's why you can't do – well, what, what Henry's describing now, maybe they'll try it. Just let him go one-on-one, stay, stay home everywhere else. It's very hard to do because he's so good at scoring mm-hmm. against these smaller guys. But he doesn't really want to shoot it that much. No, he doesn't. Right? That's, like, that's what worked in game two. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going to like – Who? I don't know who it would be, but like, I don't think he's going to post up 30 times. Well, you have to, well, he won't be posting up. He'll back down. He'll okay. back down. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. My point stands, right? Like, <laughs> well, like he's just is, not. You're back, it's everyone. So it's so emotionally aggressive to just like possess it, possess it, possess it, possess it, and just like like you know when he Kyle Lowry was on him for a second after a switch or whatever, and Kyle's just fighting, 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 and I'm like, I think Jokic ended up passing. I want to say, but like, but to me, I'm like, if Kyle Lowry guarded him all game, the idea is like, oh my god, he'd score. Like, no, he just wouldn't shoot it that much. He just wouldn't. I don't believe it. I, well, I don't he, think he's going to shoot that often. What, what was his best game against LA? 53, 51? He did yeah, it one yeah. time, I thought. Was yeah, that the LA time. series? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, that was I, a while I, ago. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. only been that many. Well, the Sun time. series, maybe. It might have been, yeah. Uh, uh, I could see he might need one of those, because mm-hmm. if I'm Miami, that's what I'm playing for. Yeah. I can't solve the Murray Jokic pick and roll. Well, I can. I can solve it. I just got to try to focus on both of those guys and let the other guys chuck away. Well, let's get back to the Murray Jokic pick and roll because in game two, Jimmy was much more aggressive guarding Jamal Murray. Now, if he's hurt, tired, all things that we think it's going on, well, it's hard for him to muster that kind of effort for consecutive times, right? To do that against Jamal Murray. So, is he going to, and Jimmy said after the game, you know, I got to be better defensively to start like on Murray. So is he going to now have that effort like he did in game two in game four against Murray? Because if they're taking away Murray now, because that's what, that was a huge part of why Miami won game two, right? Jokic had 49 or whatever he had. Murray didn't score a ton until late when they were making, making that late comeback. So is that the area where they do it? So the challenge is, Miami plays a certain way to suddenly adjust and allow things to happen that normally don't allow to happen. It isn't such an easy uh, uh, flip to switch. Uh, they've, they've got to be disciplined in a way that, that isn't normal for them. You remember I've told you the story about how um, Bill Belichick came in after watching the Rams win the NFC and, and told his Patriots team, at this point they had no Super Bowl wins. He told them, all the, all the defense coordinators, forget everything we've done all season. That, that, that team's going to smoke us if we – this is in his book. They're going to smoke us if we play the way we always play. But they had two weeks to prepare a new defense. Miami doesn't quite have that. Uh, all of this is a credit to Denver. Mm-hmm. They, they, I mean, KCP is a competent shooter. MBJ has been terrible, but he's probably going to have one really good shooting game. Probably, not definitely. Mm-hmm. And you know he can really shoot the ball. Jamal Murray is not easy to guard at all. He is a hard guard. He's got size. He's super skilled. I watched all of his shots this morning. Only a few of them were pretty good shots. He is a terrific, tough shot maker. Like an example, he came downhill going left. Uh, Here came Gabe Vincent sliding in to take a charge against the floater. And Jamal, at the last second, just veered a little bit off of him. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. threw it in off the glass. I texted all my NBA guards. Like, that is smart, but that requires a lot of practice. Because they're normally going to miss that shot. Because you're not going straight line. You're going sideways but he wanted to avoid the charge. He, he made some big threes Huge. in the first half when the team was struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also 
his problem is he can get sticky with the ball. We've talked about this, Gerard. Mm-hmm. He can get sticky with it. I, I thought he was really good last night. Mm-hmm. He just kept – in fact, not only was he really good keeping the ball, throwing the ball at Jokic, it was like watching Will Ferrell in uh, semi-pro. Ball goes in, <laughs> ball goes out, ball goes in, ball goes out. But the, their interior passing as a team was terrific. Yes. Remember that Aaron good. Gordon had a baseline drive, got in trouble, mm-hmm. and then found Jamal Murray next to the rim mm-hmm. uh, for a layup? Like, they were crisp inside. They didn't have that many turnovers for a team that threw as many passes as they threw. Miami had no turnovers almost, but but Denver didn't have many. No. That was that was well executed offense, which we expect to see from Denver. Yes, he he has a way a snake ability not only with the ball, but when he gets off the ball, just finding these Murray. I'm talking about these little cracks and crevices, and I'm like, oh look 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 look! It's like you know we talk about Steph Curry's movement off ball and all that. Like I'm not saying Murray's that good, but like he does some pretty nifty stuff when he's off the ball with his movement. And again, as you mentioned, that just makes him really tough to And guard. ball handling is very good too. I sent yes. I sent one clip of a, a ball handling move he made where he kind of lost and recovered it quickly. Uh, that's something I learned when I first watched Allen Iverson in college. He was trying out for a team USA under twenty one team, and they were called you back then. It was called the World University Games, and he was not a great ball handler, but holy cow, was he good at recovering! So he would kind of mishandle it, but he'd get it back. To, so it didn't matter, and he and he beat you the next time. Jamal had one missed dribble last night. He got a peck so quickly and scored. Mm-hmm. It's very, very hard to do. He's a crazy skilled 6'5 guard. Yeah, crazy for skilled. sure. For yeah. sure. Um, David, again here. Just, Henry, is there a way you can get David's voice out of your head when you're watching basketball? Do you know it's of any? It's very difficult. It's, yeah. I feel like it's very yeah, difficult, very right? Difficult. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of where I'm at. What now. I do now. <laughs> well, watching a game, of course, everybody knows that. David does player development, right? He helps NBA players and players all across the world in basketball get better at the game. And one of the things I hear you say is give the shot a chance of going in right? Yeah. when you're teaching shooting. Yeah, yeah. Can you explain to me Nikola Jokic's oh feathery God. touch? Because, look, I've watched enough basketball. I've played enough basketball. There are people who you play with or you see and you just know if it's not perfectly shot, it has no chance. Because if it touches the rim, it's going to clank fall out, just whatever, just because that's just how it goes because they don't know what they're doing or that's just how they shoot. But this dude, if it's on the rim, I'm like, oh, it's going in. 75% plus is probably going <laughs> in. Yeah, it is amazing. Well, so first of all, go go out and play pickup with your friends on a nine-foot basket. and You'll make so many more shots around the rim probably. The ball's not traveling as far. He has a foot advantage. Right? He's seven feet out of ten. So it's unfair. <laughs> it's just so easy <laughs> for them. But he also is super gifted with his touch. He doesn't tend to miss too short. Too short is always going to miss. He gives it a chance. He throws it up there. Uh, we, I tell my players, I was with uh, three different guys yesterday. Um, one's in the NBA. One's going to be in the NBA in two years. One's going to be in the NBA next year. So three very good players. And every time they miss super short, I always said long and strong, long and strong. When they miss long, I clapped every single time. I, didn't, I wasn't running the workout. I was watching. But every time they miss long, great job. That's how you want to miss. You give it a chance. And uh, he, he's, he's something else, guys. He does. Uh, he, remember Bill Cartwright's shot? Mm-hmm. Really? So Very Jokic funky. brings that ball way behind his head. You, you can't get to it. It's Whoever taught him did it the right way. Because if he shoots in front of his face more, it's a much easier shot to contest. Those guys with size, and maybe it's because he was too small when he was younger, I don't know. Um, it's exactly, it's the hack that you should be. It's the cheat code you should be teaching big guys. Bring it behind you a little bit. The guy in front of you has no shot. Especially when you're three inches taller. Like he has versus Bam. And, but then he has touch on it from there. It's, it's spectacular. It really is. 
it just lands so soft on the rim, right, Henry? You're like, it's almost like it slows down when it gets on the rim, as opposed to careening off. It does, and that's like, look, look, physics are real. I don't, I really, really don't understand this, right? It's, it's, (laughs) if it's going to travel on that path through the air, it has that amount of force. That's super measurable, right? Like, not like someone can send it gently on that (laughs) path. That's not a thing. It goes exactly like we could measure this, right? So then it has spin. Maybe there's some like kind of air current effect, right? Like I know that like if you like the ball, the baseball obviously yeah. goes spin, up. Right? Like, the spin matters when it, yeah. hits the rim, it grabs yeah. the rim. So there's a, yeah. so there's a little bit of this, right? Yeah. But like, what the fuck? Why did his glue <laughs> to the rim yeah. and everybody else? And, and you know what also I was thinking about was like, um, you know, 20 years ago in the NBA, the, the big crisis gripping the league was Shaquille O'Neal's free throws mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like oh well that ball in his hand is like a, like a golf pee. ball or whatever yeah, like yeah. it just can't operate that way it's like well this hand can you know <laughs> yeah, this yeah. hand can <laughs> you know i wonder that problem. on the question of hand i've uh, the hand thickness matters also it does Ooh, go yeah. on yeah, what are you <laughs> talking about david yeah i've never just, thought about this in my when life you're, when you're too, too clubby of hands uh may help you catch it great but it doesn't feel great on the ball you tr- just try shooting like with an orange or something, it does make a difference. I, it is all fixable. This, all I'm fixable. sorry, can we pa- what is hand thickness? What are you even talking about? So, like how so, wide it is or how no, no, like, no. So yeah. like the meat like, on it, right? Yeah. So think yeah. of a big, big fat piece of bread versus a thin piece of bread. Same <laughs> idea. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying Shaq has fat hands. I'm, guess, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing it's okay. just, it's different or the opposite. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, so Got a couple but, of canned hams out there. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, I have, I have, I have shaken some players' hands. I have big hands. I could power basketball no problem when I was seventeen. Uh, I, I have just been engulfed. To, yeah. Like, and it, sometimes it hurts. Yeah. Maybe yeah. now it didn't hurt when I was younger. I'm an old man now. It hurts now. But I'm going to give you something that if you haven't seen before, you'll never be able to unsee now. And a good thing, not a bad way. Not like big fat hands. Um, Jokic had twenty rebounds. Twenty one. How many rebounds? Twenty. Was it twenty? Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably had seven or eight tip rebounds to a teammate. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I teach this. It's very wow. hard to do. If you can't get it, don't let other motherfuckers get it. If you can, that's number one. Don't let them get it. He's taking another step further. No, no, no. Yes. I'm going to make sure we get it. Yep. So he keeps his, he keeps his guy off the glass with his body and then just knocks it away. It's like an outlet pass. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely, it's why his plus minus are so amazing over the course of a season. He's doing all these kind of little things that don't show up in a box score, mm-hmm. right? Those don't count as rebounds for him. The other yeah. guy gets the rebound, but he tipped it right to him. I wonder, that's something we should do, Henry, for the next game. Watch how many tipped rebounds, not to himself, but to his teammates. Oh, he, I bet I bet it was at least five last night, if not seven or eight. Yeah. He, he, he is incredible, man. Yeah, like, he's, he's really, and, and the other thing too, this is to Henry's question about Bam and everything. Jokic also has that disposition to dominate. He just does it differently than Shaq. Mm-hmm. But if you want to try, you're, I know you're not suggesting Kyle Lowry. First of all, Lowry would foul out fast. But you're not wrong, Henry, at all. He, they just, they've got to he try other really guys. Handsy. Handsy. Yeah. Well, Miami yeah. does a great job of using their hands and arms on the point of attack and in passing lanes. Mm-hmm. You can't just casually make a pass against them. There, there's a teaching point there. They are trying to occupy the attention of the passer, distract, uh, contest, deflect, or steal. That is a that is definitely a mindset for them, as it should be, by the way, for any good defensive team. And probably they all stress it. They listen to Spo. But Jokic against those other guys, he goes exactly where he wants to go normally. It's a little different in zone. But he is, we've said this before, he's the iceberg. He, you, most of what he's doing, you don't really see. It's under the surface. And part of that is getting position. There's one play where 
Gabe Vincent was denying him. Hey, Jokic kind of stood a funny way, I'm telling you guys. I'll, I'll send it to you on clip, and I'll send it to WhatsApp. He just kind of occupies this guy. He doesn't look like he's open. Oh, he's open. And he knows his teammate sees it too. So he, he literally, though, he gets in position. He looks around like, is this going to work? And you see him say, oh, yeah, it's going to work. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> and they throw it to a boop, boop, boop score or whatever. Like, he's just, he's, he's really cheat code in, yes. in many different ways yes. that, uh, that should be instructive as to when we're evaluating players going forward. Because I've said this, how, how does this guy drop? It's inexcusable. By the way, he looks so fit, doesn't he? I really looked at this. Uh, there's Slim a, there's a, how, what, what you He's Slim Yeah, Jokic. for sure. He looks thin. You're exactly right. And uh, but he he's all, constant movement, never too fast, but definitely constant movement. But there is a, a, a TikTok. I don't get a TikTok, but Instagram probably someone made for TikTok of two dudes on a nine foot basket, and they're pretending to be Murray and Jokic. Oh, that's the, oh, that, that guy's the best. He does everybody in the league. He's so but good at you like see the one, He does Jokic after yeah. he scores the he's way so he good. runs back. He's it's so, so it's the least athletic movement of all time. Other than I once saw Brad Miller chase down a loose ball down the court. <laughs> Someone put, it, someone put it to like a yakety sax video <laughs> and it was the real slow this ball was not rolling fast and he could never catch it and i'm so angry i can't find it it's the single funniest video i ever saw in basketball but Jokic running is not a pretty sight but it works for him it's like what cliff it? young r- doing the ultra marathon remember the cliff Young story henry You're the guy sure. that ran the ultra well, mar- he, he yeah. runs like cliff young yeah <laughs> I was he fell down Jokic fell down last night and just, which doesn't oh yeah yeah and just for a second, I was like, oh, God. Uh, like, okay, okay, okay. Hey, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that machine, he's not built for that. No. Embiid yeah. no, no. falls all the time. Yeah. Jokic never falls. the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It Icebergs was, don't fall. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah. many funny things just like happen a wobble. there. That, those guys that do, the guy that does the impersonation, and he does every star player in the NBA. Like, yeah. if, it's a, if it's a duo, he'll get, like, buddies to help him out. Like, it's the funniest thing. My man, I'm sure you're making a ton of money on Instagram and TikTok doing that because it's Funny as shit. Jokic one just killed Um, Hand sizes. Henry, this is a thing. So the two athletes that I've met in person, well, I I met lots of athletes in person, but the two that have like crushed my hands upon shaking them. Wait, let me guess. Michael Phelps? No. Oh. You would would think swimmer would be one of them. No swimmers. No swimmers. Uh, Adrian Peterson was the first one. Really? Uh, Oh, my God. Like fucking like brick hands. Yeah. And Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. Oh, everyone's told me that. (laughs) I was just like, guys. Um, you got big mitts. You got yeah. big mitts. <laughs> the, story, the big hand story, I think David told me the story. In fact, I'm sure he did. But um, years ago, like, you know. Clyde Frazier with a with line? Yeah. Like, yeah. literally bled on your forearm <laughs> from your fingertips slapping it on the follow-through. Clyde's follow-through, yeah. Probably a little bloody wow. patch on yeah. your forearm. Think about that. Try to get your follow-through so that your fingertips slap your forearm. You're not gonna. No. Fingers aren't long enough. You're not I, I was so... Seven inches shy. Yeah, yeah. I was so, I was so happy to, to uh, know that someone invented the fist pump because I have I, I like shaking hands just fine, but the people who's just hurt me. I yeah. Just yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Now it's just fist bump with these guys. I'm like, no, your hands are too big. Can't do it. Um, <laughs> these guys are giants. Um, Henry, you, I wanted to, you wanted to mention something about Christian Brown um, beyond the P3 thing and what he's doing on the floor, and we and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. Let me turn to why. I want to make sure we get all. Oh, the- oh, yeah. This is just a small dumb thing, but like, um, I, it occurs to me watching him. You know, David, I think said something complimentary, like he's not a very good player. Maybe earlier in this podcast, <laughs> he definitely um, said that. No, no, <laughs> as a, as a, he's a rookie. As yeah. a rookie, yeah, no, he's doing I, great. I'm just yeah. referencing that. That's all. Yeah. Um, not but, a great uh, player yet. But this, is, it really struck me, like you know, like 
if your worst option on the floor can do stuff with the ball, then you're in a very good position, right? Because the defense mm-hmm. is the defense we talk about, we we obsessed about what's going to happen with this pick and roll, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, the defense is going to basically guide the ball to this guy. And if he's bouncy and wants to cram it down your throat, like, or whatever, if he has some Pat Connaughton game, right? Some, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like fifth option attack. Like, these are the options that are available, right? That's a, the most available. And I just think that's like, a, it, it matters who your worst player on the floor is, right? Oh, like, and for sure. A lot of teams have, I mean, the, the when Jermaine O'Neal was a rookie, uh, the Blazers made the playoffs and Mike Dunleavy didn't want to play him, but somebody was hurt. And so we like had to, so we literally had Jermaine O'Neal just stand away from all basketball. It was super embarrassing, mm-hmm. especially considering what Jermaine O'Neal became, right? He became yeah. such a, it was like really good player and all yeah, NBA like, player. And really it, was, good. it totally didn't work. The Blazers lost that game in that series. And it was just so embarrassing, but I was like, you know, this is Christian Brown's the opposite of that, right? It's like, no, fully activated, right? He might not have the, the, the pre-draft workouts that a lot of these elite scorers had, but guess what? He can catch it and he can dribble it and he can get fouled or dunk it or whatever. Like, Well, the, it, it helps that there's such a, a nuanced game going on here. Yeah. Uh, he, he was very bad this season. Yeah. I, I don't remember his plus minus, but I'm going to guess on basketball right references on off was around nine. I, I looked up all the rookies because the only rookie I think that a positive one was Paolo, was uh, Walker Kessler. Paolo was yeah. awful. Uh, yeah. Meaning the team was way better when he was off, but yeah. it's been a whole season and he's got a very strict role mm-hmm. and the Heat are not worried about him at all. And if he was not willing to be a cutter, he'd be unplayable, mm-hmm. but he loves it. Mm-hmm. He's looking to cut. He's looking to make athletic plays and he is very powerful and very athletic. You, yeah. you want to guess what percentile he ranked in an estimated plus minus this season? Christian Brown? Mm-hmm. Oof. No. All those rookies. I just know on, on basketball references, mi- minus 11. Close, 17th. 17, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a minus four. Right. Be but up. he definitely is not that player now in this no. series. And, and I'm really glad Mike played him. But it's what you talked about, David. Scoring is one way to impact winning basketball. Yeah. There are a million other things you can do to help your team impact winning. And this leads us into, of course, because it's a quasi-Denver Nuggets slash Memphis Grizzlies slash all my favorite players podcast – we must discuss the oh, unevenness of Michael Porter Jr. Une- unevenness. Well, Just, because here's the thing: he had seven rebounds. Well, no, no, no. In the first, <laughs> in, in the first half, first two quarters, he was terrible on everything. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, he actually fought over screens. Right, actually tried, gave effort. I'm like, well, how come you can only do this in like four minute bursts? Why can't you do this all the time? Only a parent has this level of observation and regard. And like, you're sweeping together the scraps of like, like, like he went out there for 20 something games, 21 minutes (laughs) and laid the biggest egg in finals history. And yeah, he fought over a screen in the third quarter. Multiple (laughs) screens, not just one. He was heroically dog shit. Like, yeah, it's just like. I'm just just saying, Gerard, (laughs) if Darth Vader gave you a lollipop, he's still fucking Darth Vader. Okay. (laughs) But depends on what kind of lollipop. Depends, <laughs> depends on what kind. Right. Two depends points, one for five. He for was two, just. Two for well, three, he's, he's not. He's not shooting well, but he's I, big. Like you can do things to impact oh, winning. For sure, I thought he was better. I agree with you. He was awful in game two. Oh my god. Yeah, he chased over the screen a couple of times. Uh, he he only played twenty minutes. Twenty one minutes for a reason. Now we yes. can argue. We can argue that Panicky Malone is saying, "Look, I'm holding him accountable." And it's fucking with his head. And I'm he not even probably just hey, shoot 30 times. I, he probably should tell him to just let it fly. He might, you might just say, well, you live with you. 
I, I don't. I don't. Listen, who, who are we? How to you shoot this? in this game no. doesn't predict how you shoot. It does. It's just not useful. Like he's a forty-one point five percent three-point shooter. Like, yeah, he should tell him to fucking shoot. Like, I don't think it's the shooting that's the problem. I think it's his other shit that yeah. Mike's upset about, and now he's in his feelings, yeah. which which human beings can get into. Yeah, uh, Jokic included, by the way. He's gotten so much better. I actually think, and no one's going to write this, and I'm certainly not going to write because I'm not an expert, but I really think losing weight has helped his uh, uh, overall emotional IQ. He's just, it's hard to get under his skin now. And I just think he feels better. He's healthier. He's really in a special place right now. He does it differently than Giannis, who's mm-hmm. Terminator, but it's the same result. Like he reminds me of Giannis when they went, uh, when they were down 2 0, and Giannis, like, fuck it. I am just going nonstop, and they won four straight. So game Ooh. one, Michael Malone trashes unnamed yeah. starters in the national media during the game, right? right. Michael Porter Jr. And, uh, and now Michael Porter Jr. is like, Bad. looks like his soul's been ripped from him, yeah. right? Like, those things might be related. That's not well, lifting so, him up. Yeah. Well, so this, is the, so this is beyond the fact that Michael Porter Jr. is, is my basketball love language, right? Like, <laughs> this is going to hurt, Gerard. I think we need to go see, <laughs> a, <laughs> I think we need to go see a marriage therapist, right? Yeah. There's the, better fish in the sea, buddy. Listen, I, I already know that. You know, he's not my favorite player. You already know who my favorite players are. It's fine. But here's where it matters. He, because of the contract he has, is the third most important player on the Denver Nuggets roster. Actually, he's going to be the second most because, Henry, I think you put in our lovely document, next year he's going to make more money than Jamal Murray. I actually put that in all caps. Yeah. So we have a situation here, right? right he'll, be, he'll, he'll be on a different team, maybe. Well, uh, something's right because you can't do this and expect to like, as you always say, leadership is breathing spirit into the hearts. Of, I don't see a lot of spirit breathing. Like I don't, I don't see a guy who looks like spirit is being breathed into him. And if that's the case with him making this much money, uh, you still might win the finals regardless, which that's the brilliance of Jokic and Murray. But this is, you got to do something here. There, there is, there, it's a great point, And there is an opportunity for Denver here to have MPJ spend the next, the best three days of his life coming up here. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we, we're going to make it a love affair with you again. We're going we're gonna to get you feeling great. Uh, I, I thought, Mike, I was like, that ain't happening. There's no way they're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't oh, happening. It's a good, you're right. Like, that's, no, you're right. That's that's that would be. Say you're playing, we're, if we're losing, we're losing, you're, you're shooting 25 shots. Yeah. Seven, you know, 11, 12 threes, 36 minutes. We're going with you. Like, I believe in you that much. You can always change your mind, you know, if he's struggling. Um, but just get him believing. Because it's not going to be easy to solve Jokic Murray. And he's the guy that's going to be open a lot. Yeah, I really think that's – suppose that many options. I mean, you just gave up 30-point 30, triple, 30 triple doubles to two players. You know, we're always praising Spo, and I don't, there's no easy answers. Yeah. There's no easy yeah. answers. But the, the, what's going to happen is other people are going to be wide-ass open. This is the special – to me, this is like an unbelievably valuable little – chunk of NBA real estate, right? Yeah, Gyogu Chimari's happening over here. Right here is opportunity, right? And and if you, Caleb Martin makes uh, 6 million compared to MPJ's. Is that what he makes, 6 million? million? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, if you just swap, like, like if I ran the Nuggets, I'd be asking, why can't we just develop a $6 million guy who can take advantage of this space, right? Like, I just looked around, like, I'm like, I, I, David, you would know way more than me, but there's so many... Like I just basically looked up small forwards who are halfway decent at defense, <laughs> right? And like I figure, like with this space, someone we just talking about Christian Brown who's just been willing to cut 
and there are buckets to be had in this role, right? Like, well, this one's a little trickier, right? This 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 position has to shoot threes and mm-hmm. probably, you know, whatever. You tell me. Right, like, you, you can't be Christian Brown and cut without guys like MBJ spacing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So someone needs to be able to shoot, but there's all yeah. of these, like, you know, like halfway decent small forwards who might be available uh, who make less. Uh, Stanley Johnson, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, Cam Reddish, Terrence Davis, Denny Avdia, Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed's make more. But, um, OG on an OB. OG on an OB. He makes less than MBJ. Yeah. So part of me is like, you know, I, I don't you feel like there are a hundred players in the NBA who could make more of that little bit of space that MPJ can that MJ gets from playing with such a good with Jokic teammates. Yeah. Yeah, with Jokic especially. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think he's overpaid because of what he doesn't bring to the table. And and they're paying him for what he does. And I don't I don't think it's worth what they're paying him. I'm not yeah. I'm not alone in thinking that. No, nope, no. Nope, yeah, nope. he's a specialist. And he's the longest. His contract is the longest on the Nuggets. Yeah. Like it goes, mm. this is through 20, 26, 27. Like, like oof. this was a Connolly thing, right? Booth didn't do this extension. This is Connolly's extension. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he didn't do it last year, yeah. did he? Yeah. No, I think it was two years ago. I mean, he didn't yeah. do this later. I think so yeah. too. I could. We, I'm not Hollinger. Hollinger would know. So, uh, so being that we think Calvin, Calvin Booth might be like, you know what? I think it's time to move this guy out of here. I, I think the argument would be, uh, to, I mean, what Henry's saying is right. Uh, MBJ would be happier as the second option. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you gotta find one sucker. You gotta find Charlotte, <laughs> some team who's dumb as hell, to think, oh, he'll be great as our second option. And here's who we'll trade for him. You go so so. There's some huge expiring contracts around, which I think are interesting. Gordon Hayward is one of them in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I said Charlotte. Yeah, um, <laughs> Tobias Harris. Ooh, in Philly is in his last year. He makes a little more, but like I, to me, like actually, Tobias Harris, Harris would be fucking really good on this team, right? I don't know. Can you play him with Aaron Gordon? Like, can you, is that? Doable, sure. I'll yeah, also buy yeah. Six, eight, seven, eight, six, eight. Yeah. He's good. Like, yeah. he's uh, yeah. good. He's a good player. He's older now. So, if yeah. you could get your oops, your 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 Caleb Martin, your youngster, somehow on the roster, then you have to buy Harris for a year, and then you hand it off to Caleb yeah. Dose, and that um, and that expires. So that's cat money that you get relief. From yeah, now, then you're right? so in so much better shape, or whatever the money yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't uh, see Daryl. Daryl's running Philly. I don't see him bringing that gigantic contract in for all those years. Of course, you're right. right. <laughs> he, I mean, just but other, someone else will. Someone will. Someone will. He won't, but someone will. Someone yeah. Will. Like, like I said, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. the, the idea of Lamelo Ball and MPJ is going to get them oh, all excited. Dear God, that just sounds like a disastrous. That's already disaster waiting to happen. Um, Henry, that minutes would suck. Oh my! If that's your plan, I mean, if you have them with other good players, fine. But if that's your core, <laughs> disaster. I'm just saying. I, I had a player. I spoke to a player in the draft. He's worked out for a lot of teams, and he worked out for Sean. It went well. And I said, "What'd you think of? You know, how was there?" And he's like. It just didn't seem like it, it the same way as every other team was. I'm like, that's because it's not. Not <laughs> a professional shot. <laughs> Wait, are they, they your change. new kings? Are they the new? Did they slot into your yeah, like, They might the be the new kings. Out? Yeah. <laughs> they might be worse than the old kings. They, they might. They might be. They're, They're pretty bad. bad. They are messed up. They're pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, Henry, minutes is something that we've been talking about a lot uh, this mm-hmm. postseason. By the way, do you know that Jason Tatum is still leading in total minutes? Still. Oh my god! <laughs> he is still leading in total minutes. Well, they've only played three more games. I know, but still, I'm like, and Denver and Denver had a five game series. Six you played game, a lot of you played a lot of minutes, yeah. Jason Tatum. It, it isn't, yeah, it is. It is eyebrow raising. You're right, but That's the minutes are starting to pile up. We talked about this at the top of the show. The game is already over, but panicky Mike Malone, sorry, Michael Malone, kept his two guys in there. 
Minutes are adding up, Henry. What are we seeing on the minutes portion for the important? Well, everyone's important, but the stars in this series. Given three days rest before the next game. Well, they play Friday, so no. It, oh, wait, Friday. wait a second. I missed that. Yeah, they play Holy Friday. Cow, you're yeah, right. they play Friday. Wait, that ruins your whole three-day love affair with MPJ. We got to cancel the right. trip to Disneyland. Everything. Yeah. It's only a one day. It's only a one day. They're gonna have to do a. They're gonna have to do a. They're gonna have to do a sunset cruise. Yeah, it's a one day low there. How do you feel about the Gulf of Mexico? I don't know right. why I missed that. Yeah, of course it's just one day off. Yeah. Unless I, I, you want to give him the game off, like I could be. Maybe that's better. Henry's yeah. like, just don't even play him. Yeah, yeah. He's you know he's on a he's in Disney World. Um, uh, yeah. So I. You know, before the series started, we were talking about Tyler Hero coming back. David was an absolute wizard and said they said game three. And he was like, it won't be game three. And, right. you know, kudos Shocking. to David. There. Not game um, but now we find ourselves with Tyler Hero lurking. Again, I don't know if we expect him, what we, what we expect now. But um, but right now, Jamal Murray and Nick Lukic lead the, lead the series in minutes. Um, and then Bam, then Jimmy's after that, and Aaron Gordon. But we could still have this thing where Tyler comes back mops up a bunch of minutes and it's the nuggets who end up tired um mm-hmm. games five six seven if the mm-hmm. heat you know can keep it going that long we, um, I, we wrote this yeah we did but, yeah but it's, uh, it's on track it, yeah right. right it's on track um so yeah i don't i don't know to me like i think about greg popovich who had you know have never had Murray and Jokic in the game Mm-mm. with like, i think it was like one minute left when we took them out maybe like less than that, forty some odd seconds. Forty some odd seconds, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was I, they're up ten with a minute and a half to play, but at at, at uh, in the you know minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they were ninety nine percent. They were ninety six plus percent in the third quarter to win. Yeah, Prob- game cast probability. I would have. I mean, I said this today. Like, you I would have sat more than. Jimmy for all of game one, coming off yeah. game seven in the flight and blah blah blah. Like, I, yeah. I just feel like there's a we're looking at like Christian Braun is the pr- Brown is the proof that we're watching players at eighty percent, seventy percent of their athleticism, right? Because this guy looks like he looks like like Superman, and he's really he's, he's athletic, he is. But the, also, Jimmy's not moving like Jimmy, and and at times Jamal's not moving like Jamal, and you, know, you see these kind of like shuffle, you know, shuffling when they might have yeah. been leaping. Um, well, it seems like once a once a year in the playoffs, there's always a question of that, and we'd say that, right, Henry? It's like, oh, I'm probably sit that guy for this game, and then because you're probably going to lose that game anyway, or there's the Christian Brown effect, and then you yeah. have them healthy now for, or rested for the next game. Uh, we started it uh, what three years ago in the Brooklyn Milwaukee series. They're like, all right, three uh, three two or the three three. Sit Kevin Durant or three two. Sit Kevin Durant in game six. Don't even play yeah. him. Play forty eight minutes. Sit him in game six. Play him in game seven. Mm, you know, we know what happened there. Uh, what was it this year? It was earlier. Someone that, that should have sat, not Jimmy. Um, but the way, either way, they're not going to sit now going to game four. No one's going to sit for anything. But, yeah. but <laughs> are they going to play 48 minutes? Like like uh, Mike Malone might feel like we go up 3-1, the series is ours. And I get it. And so he might play. Those, they played 42, 44 minutes. I could see them playing 46, 48, feeling like we, we'll, we'll, be, we'll go home and we're fine on Sunday. And he may not be fine. Miami can win game five, no matter what happens in game four. And keep, keeping yeah. in mind, we're, we're every other day now, right? So it's Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So that's... And know. then Tuesday or Wednesday after that? And then Tuesday, because they play again Thursday, Thursday would be game six. So... Wow. Yeah. So it's every night straight through. So, you yeah. know, I think that... Look, at this stage, everyone's exhausted, all, all the things. But if it's, uh, you know, it increases your chance of winning by 5% to get... Maybe you do that. Um, Even 0.5%. Whatever. Whatever it is. Well, well it gets to be about- a bigger advantage, right? Like, like the the more run down the Nuggets are, 
the more valuable it is, the more space you can generate by being fresh if you do the heat or vice versa, right? Like, so like, you know, I, I would argue, I, it's not perfect now, obviously, but like no. if you, if either team sat a star for the next game, I think their odds of winning the following games would go significantly up. Yes, I, I would agree with that 100%. Um, Henry, you wrote something in the doc and the, the broadcasters also mentioned it. Um, and we wanted David to talk about it. Um, the benefits of a player like Duncan Robinson expanding mm. his game. So he is, he runs off curls and screens and spots up and shoots. But when people run him off the line now, he can put the ball on the floor. He can actually pass out of that as well. So what are sort of the, the, the evolution and the advantages of a player when that, when they can do that and add that piece to their game? Yeah, I don't know that he wasn't able to do it before. I have not studied it. I, I don't. The fact that the announcers said it means nothing to me. It just because they don't pay attention. Uh, they haven't watched Miami play since probably the finals in the bubble, <laughs> and I, I'm not sure. And they were, I think, they were there. So, um, uh, yeah, just you, you, you add another weapon to your arsenal. So we train this every day. You don't just shoot threes. Uh, yesterday was a shooting day. Wednesdays are shooting days for my gyms. So uh, that means. Catch, shoot, shot, fake, side dribble, shot, fake, one dribble, shot, fake, one dribble, floater, one dribble, jumper, right? Dribbling to two feet, shot, fake, free, fake, shot, that kind of thing. Because we have to counter the, the tight closeout or the flyby, right? Flyby is shot, fake, side dribble, or attack if you want. And it just makes you harder to guard because if they just have to close you out fast with no worry of you driving, it's much easier for the defensive player to do. And you can't take advantage of that. So again, I'm not, I, I believe he's gotten better as a passer. I think part of it's just being pounded on the idea that we've got to get off the ball when a second guy's coming. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure he ever was unwilling to do that before. Um, his story's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Well, but like, it doesn't uh, matter what he could have done then. He didn't. I don't right? know if he didn't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Well, but like, I, I mean, the was saying he didn't do it. I don't know what the truth is on the past. Okay, but I guess, I like, it, nevertheless, like, I guess, and in absent the one one interaction, right? It's like five, right. the five on five interaction, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like this is like, you know, some players earn minutes by being able to play defense, and then you try to be as good on offense as you can, right? He's a player who earned minutes by being able to shoot, right? right? Like, Off that's the what, move. Yeah, like, this is why he's on the court. So to For me, sure. like, okay, he's, you know, he's getting some minutes from that years ago, right? But this is a little bit different, right? And this is like, which has implications for a lot more than just how he beats his man. Yeah, I'm not, again, all, all, all I'm, I'm not arguing with you at all. I'm just saying, I don't remember what he was like as a passer before. It seems, it, I'd be surprised if he wasn't able to do it some because then it's easier to guard. But there's no question. Well, first of all, I used to, I used to call um, running off screens Reggie Miller's. Mm -hmm. Let's do some Reggie Miller stuff today. Now I call it, I probably should have called it J.J. Redick. But I've been calling it Duncan Robinson for a couple of years, three years now. This is called mm -hmm. when he first burst on the scene because he was doing like Bellinelli stuff and Reddick stuff at six eight. He's bigger than those guys. He's very tall. And he's, he's amazing at it. So now I call him Duncan Robinson's. Um, and so it's not just catch and shoot; it's on the move, which is different than standing still. But yeah, you want to be able to turn the corner and score and read the game. And he mm -hmm. he seems to be. I think he's a good basketball player. I don't know why he fell out of favor. I always assumed it was defense. Not that Tyler Hero was so good at it, but I just figured he's just not he's just not doing defensively. But he's he good. will to Henry's point, he was struggling shooting the ball uh, for a large part of this year, and he's well, then on you the floor for him. shooting. We're well, right because then, then you well, can't what, play. what are you doing? You're yeah. not making shots, yeah. right? So but he's probably that, better that, now. I mean, not to yeah. be just stuck on this he, minutes thing, but like he's probably better now because he got a lot of rest this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
All right, quick. Uh, what do you think, David? Uh, game four, do you expect the Heat to obviously come with better effort? Um, what are, What are some quick adjustments you see Miami potentially making? For I think, yeah, I, I, the effort last night was fine. Um, I think they just didn't play very well. I don't know if they'll play better in game four or not. I think defensively, they're going to have to figure out on, I think they're just going to have to shrink everything on Murray Jokic. And if they lose, they, they, they can always adjust. But in the first half, Let's let's just try to you know. Sometimes you want to solve pick and roll with two players, not not this team. Like you may want to solve it for with five, and force KCP to have a big game and out the Aaron other Gordon guys. And well, MPJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing. Uh, uh, maybe they'll try some things. Henry talked about with how, who they guard on Jokic. They they already have tried some. A lot of different guys to guard them. Play more zone early on and not, not hold it as much as sometimes they do, which they did last night. Some offensively. They they uh, they did the same thing in Game Six against Boston, where they overpenetrated in the first box and couldn't finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just let it fly, guys. Stop. If you have an angle to the rim, take it. If you don't, just stop and pop. And let's just let's just take open shots and not just paint shots. Take open shots and let's just see if we can't bust the game open that way. And we've talked about it when you are the underdog team like Miami is. You've got to make a lot of threes, right? That's a that's a big part of pulling off the upset. It helps you shoot a lot, and so you know they they've got to, you know, I've been talking about this all playoffs. Miami is sort of like three point variance and how crazy it's been, right? Like they had another game last night where they were, you know, kind of back around what they shot in the regular season, right? Like we'll see if that shifts up to fifty percent or forty uh, in game four. Um, real quick before we go, um, as most of you know, we have. 10 million acres of forests burning for weeks at a time in Canada. And it's causing um, horrendous air pollution, um, of course, all across Canada. Um, there are a lot laughing. of states in the north. Um, <laughs> there's carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide everywhere. Air filters are an important thing to have. Henry has a story he wants to share. About You're very his, kind. I like, put that in the document. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I put that in last night. So I, um, you've probably seen in the pandemic, like people in labs did some tests of like, you couldn't buy an air filter, right? But, mm-hmm. um, but uh, if you put the filter that goes in like your um, whole house mm-hmm. air filter, mm-hmm. if you buy those, put them between box fans in a chain it actually is very effective at filtering the air and um that was like a piece of knowledge i had from probably dana smith or something right like some something years ago and so then yesterday i was at costco and they had those exact air filters uh which are pretty surprisingly expensive um on sale and so i did it right here in the room that i'm in there's like this it's off right now because it's very loud but like is this like big bootlegged air filter thing and i'm like so proud of it and running like i'm saving my family life. and it does actually to be honest like the air in here is much better because of it good, good. and it costs 15 dollars whatever but um but after i put it in the document this morning a bunch of teenagers were over here like scooping up my son before they went to school and uh know-it-all little jerk is basically telling me how the parts per million of forest fire smoke is not affected by this and blah, blah, blah. And I literally just ripped him a new one. I was like, don't come in here criticizing my air filter. All right. Like <laughs> this is my proudest accomplishment. No, it all. I actually have no idea what's helping anything. All right. But it makes me feel good. And that's worth something, I guess. I love it. And what we do know is that these horrible billionaires and their consistent investing in fossil fuels to make themselves more billions is literally causing the planet to burn alive because that is what's happening right now. The world is on fire, folks. 
Anyway, that's a, good, that's a good happy ending. Yeah, have a great weekend. By the time we talk to you on Monday, game five. I mean, three two series could be. I don't know. A lot of different things can happen. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Take care. <laughs>